Hello and welcome to a Bicom podcast. I'm Richard Pater, the director of Bicom here in Jerusalem. And we're continuing today with a series of looking ahead to the Israeli elections. And I'm delighted to be joined by MK Aida Tuma Suleiman from the Joint List Party. Um, I will add that uh, Aida is a member of the, uh, the Hadash faction, which is the, uh, actually the Communist Party in Israel. So if I could start by asking you, is, is that an identity that you're still proud of in 2021? Are you a, still a communist? Well, it's, um, it's an identity, it's an ideology, and I'm very proud of it because it is representing very uh, valuable uh, values, uh, uh, humanist and uh, socialist. And I think the question about 2021, uh, it's irrelevant because, and, and actually it might be very relevant because the situation is so bad these days, if we look around economically and what uh, in all areas of human rights and, and democracy and uh, 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 social uh, issues, that if, there, if I wasn't a communist, I should try to find answers for those problems and probably I will end up to be a communist. For our, for our audience that, uh, that maybe aren't familiar with you, could you just give us a little bit, a bit of background, what you did before politics and uh, how and why you became an MK? Well, I cannot tell you what I did before I came into politics because I think I've been in politics all of my life. Um, I don't see politics as being elected to the Knesset only. Uh, which is usually when you ask such a question, I understand you are asking what you've done before you've been elected. But uh, uh, in our situation here in this country, especially if you are a Palestinian and uh, you open your eyes very well and look around, probably you will get involved in politics. Um, I was um, active all of my life for uh, uh, social issues, for uh, the rights of the Palestinians, citizens of Israel, and for the rights of women in general. Uh, I, uh, I was involved in creating, establishing, and developing uh, many organizations in the um, uh, civil society, including the one that I was a, a director for many years, Women Against Violence, which was the first uh, feminist organization established in 1992 with a group of women dealing with breaking the taboo around gender-based violence, uh, establishing shelters for women, uh, the first shelters for Arab women all over the world, crisis centers, and uh, I was involved in many of the legislations even before I got to the Knesset, lobbying and promoting uh, laws. Um, there are three laws that I managed to promote even before I got to the Knesset. I wish now when I'm in the Knesset, I'm able to legislate that much. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, I was involved also in politics in, in many attempts for um, engendering the peace process and the uh, uh, International Women Commission for uh, Just Palestinian-Israeli Peace and many other organizations. At a certain point, 
I was also appointed to be the chief editor of Al Etihad newspaper, the only communist daily Arabic newspaper in the world. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was also elected as the first woman to sit in the uh, high follow-up committee, which is an umbrella organization for the Palestinian uh, citizens of Israel and uh, many other things. But this is mainly what I've been doing. Okay, very interesting. Thank you. Um, now we're talking. It's uh, it's it's Thursday today, the uh, the twenty seventh or the twenty eighth, excuse me, of January. Last night, um, your party held a meeting of all the factions of the jo of the joint list. Um, just for our viewers, that the joint list covers a, a broad range of political ideologies, from Palestinian nationalism and pan Arabism through to the Islamists and the the communists, which you represent. So, I mean. I'd love to hear a little bit of details of what happened at the meeting last night, but perhaps start more generally kind of how the party has operated successfully um, or, or in your view, if it's been successful over the last few years in, in operating as one of the largest factions in the Knesset. Well, first of all, um, as you know, the joint list is a coalition between four parties, as you mentioned, different in the ideologies, but we all agree on a political uh, socioeconomic uh, program that is uh, relating not only to the uh, rights of the Palestinian citizens of Israel, but also in general, what kind of a state, what kind of a regime, what kind of uh, a government we would like uh, to see. Um, I, I, we managed to create for the first time a, a, a situation where the uh, political power that uh, is uh, in the hands of the Palestinian citizens of, of Israel and was not used for many years uh, because of uh, a, a low uh, percentages of voting uh, or turnover of voting and um, we managed to create a political power, as you mentioned, one of the leading fac uh, fractions in the Knesset. And we brought into the uh, general public discussion uh, uh, the importance of evolving and stop marginalizing uh, the Palestinian citizens of Israel in, in the political map. We noticed in the last election that we are in a situation where almost there is equal power between the so-called Israeli Jewish center and the right-wing camp. And we became in a situation where we are able, wherever we create a coalition to make it, to, uh, to be able actually to influence who is going to be in the government. Uh, we managed to create a situation where uh, Netanyahu needed two members of parliament in order to create the government that he dreamed of, the kind of government that is totally right-wing. Uh, I, and he couldn't reach those two members because those were exactly the two seats that we gained in, on top of what we had before in the last election. All of these are mainly political achievements. The 
when you are getting into politics, although you are uh, 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 supposed to represent the best interest of any uh, 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 of your constituencies, but you are mainly running into election to be able to influence on a large scale on politics. And that's what we gained through the joint list for the first time in, in our history in the last 72 years in this uh, uh, country. Yesterday, we had a meeting where actually uh, for the first time, uh, not sorry, not the first time, there were two other meetings, kind of introductory meetings between the four parties hosted by the high follow uh, the chairman of the high follow-up committee. Uh, because everybody knows now that we had very deep uh, political disagreement in the last four months, at least, between the different fractions, mainly three of us against the Islamic movement, which chose uh, during the last four months to make a huge shift in the political behavior that we all agreed upon and tried to. Uh, uh, make connections and develop connections with Netanyahu, bargaining our rights uh, for political um, uh, positions, which means uh, uh, the uh, Islamic movement have declared many times by its leader, MK Mansour Abbas, that he is willing even to think about voting uh, uh, for the a French law, which actually gave immunity, supposed to give immunity to the prime minister, the corrupted uh, prime minister, uh, Mr. Benjamin Netanyahu, and to save him from going to court. This is the opposite, 180 degrees from what we planned as a joint list. We, the main idea of getting together was to get rid of not only Netanyahu, but every single point of his political program, of his policy, of what he represented in the last 10 years, uh, of his incitement against our society, our uh, constituency, uh, uh, to get rid of uh, 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 him, and the uh, uh, deal of the century, and the steps that were uh, implemented through the process. And suddenly, one from the partners goes and is willing to bargain all of that uh, uh, under the claim that this is how we get our rights. This is not a way of thinking uh, that is supposed to be for citizens who believe that they are equal. We are an indigenous minority. We are not supposed to beg for our rights. We are supposed to fight for our rights because we are eligible for these rights. And because we have been suffering for many years, mainly exactly by the policy created by um, uh, different prime ministers, but mostly by Benjamin Netanyahu in the last um, a few years. So that was a huge discussion that we were going through. Uh, if we in the past were arguing more what, uh, how we will be represented inside the joint list, what, who 
is the biggest party who should be leading the joint list. This time we were discussing the more, the most essential issues of how we are going to lead our community. Which kind of uh, political uh, uh, line is going to be there? So we had that meeting. Uh, we thought that the Islamic movement is coming with an approach trying after especially that in the last two weeks uh, it was declared by all the Likud uh, ministers and the prime minister that they don't need the services of the Islamic movement and they do not want to have any contact with them. So we thought maybe they did some re-evaluation and they are coming trying to get back. But for our regret, we we again heard the same claims that we want to be clear about who we are going to support or to nominate or to, uh, sorry, recommend on for uh, being the prime minister. And they wanted us to commit ourselves from now and to declare who we are going to, if, if at all, we are going to recommend on anybody. And in the times when the real fight is existing now between the right wing and the ultra right wing and the most ultra right wing we should be choosing one of them of course we did not agree on that the other uh, issue they wanted that they will have the liberty and the possibility to act on any issue the way they would like so it will make the joint list something like a technical block uh that you are voting to to it but you'll never know what you are getting after you vote uh uh you might vote uh, uh thinking that you are voting for for a, a, a block that wants to uh, uh stop the right wing and uh, its policies and you will get a, a block that is cooperating with those exactly uh, we did not agree for that, for sure. Um, uh, and uh, for our regret, we said it very clearly, the joint list, if it's going to continue, it's going to continue by the values, by the uh, political uh, program that was created from the beginning and gained 90%, the, the trust of 90% of the voters, uh, of our voters. And uh, uh, so whoever do not agree with this, it's up to them. And that's how um, actually I think that one of the components of the joint list is out, which is the Islamic movement. So, so going forward, is that are you quite sure that the three the three parties will still run together without the United Arab List? Is that uh, is, is that how it's looking? I uh, I'm hopeful uh, and I'm optimistic about it because actually. Uh, we've been uh, discussing these issues for months, as I said. Uh, the three parties are much closer in the opinions and in the way of thinking than uh, what is uh, um, uh, discussed from the other side. Um, we as Hadash are the only party that have the possibility to go through the threshold from the four parties. And we still believe that we should uh, uh, continue as a unity. We are uh, having another meeting tomorrow. Yesterday, 
it was clear the three of us were on the same uh, page and position toward what was suggested by the Islamic movement. Tomorrow we are having a meeting of the three components and we are looking for also other groups that want to join this joint list and to make it even bigger. Very interesting. Um, how do you feel kind of as your, as your Khadash party, um, how open are you to collaboration, cooperation with the Zionist left-wing parties? It depends what you mean by cooperation. I mean, uh, ad hoc cooperation on issues that can block, let's say, the right wing and its policies. Uh, uh, of course, we will measure each uh, thing by its um, uh, possibility. Uh, when we see that there is a possibility for this cooperation really at least either to block a damage that can happen or promote something that we want to promote, we will never uh, leave that opportunity go away. As you, uh, as you know, we never uh, recommended on anybody uh, of those who were uh, uh, to uh, uh, form the governments in Israel. And we uh, could not take on our responsibility to recommend on someone when most of them, we knew what their policies were. This time, because we knew that our decision might actually uh, 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 be the, uh, 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 the last word on who is going to be forming the next government, uh, and not because we believed in Gans, not because we didn't know who Gans, but because we knew very well who is Netanyahu and we wanted to block Netanyahu, we recommended on Gans. It took few days to show us that uh, he did not deserve even that and that he betrayed mainly his own constituencies, but also betrayed the idea of blocking Netanyahu forming the government. Tell me, um, what do you think about Netanyahu's uh, charm offensive and an approach within the, uh, within the Arab communities here? You know, we have a saying in Arabic uh, that says, do not believe a young man who immigrated when he is an immigrant, and do not believe uh, um, an old guy uh, who lost all of the people who he knew. Why we say that, it sounds much nicer in Arabic anyway. Um, why we say that, because the young man who is abroad knows that he can lie as much as he can and nobody can reveal it because nobody knows anything about him before. And the old guy, when all the people who knew him already dead, nobody also can reveal his life. Uh, Netanyahu uh, is an old guy that a lot of his people, a lot of people in his age are still uh, alive and can tell about all of his lies. But mainly, we did not lose our memory so quickly that he can just fool us in such a way. Netanyahu, a cheap 
a, 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 a um, not a fox. A, yeah, a fox cannot become a sheep, a sheep in in very quickly. Netanyahu, uh, in one day, is inciting against us. The next day, he wants to uh, treat us equal. Okay, that's fine, Yani. Um, the the amount of mistrust is so huge, and he earned it very, uh, Yani, in hard work. He earned our mistrust. Uh, if he wants to change that, uh, I can give him a few steps that he can do in order to gain our trust. Not visiting our villages. This is not yani, the way to do it. What Abol would you recommend? Abolish the law. The Jewish nation state law. Jewish nation state law. Or um, uh, freeze the Kamenitz law that is uh, uh, demolishing our houses. Recognize the villages in the Negev that are unrecognized by the government till today, uh, and so on and so on. He can do already. We don't need promises. We don't buy promises anymore. You know what? Even our memory is so clear about how he promised Mansour Abbas in the last four months, and he just you know, uh, uh, forgot all of that. So Netanyahu can lie and lie and lie and lie, but yani, you can lie sometimes to some people and you can lie uh, all the time to some people, but you cannot lie all time to all people. Yani. And we are not the, from those. The, the, tell me, I mean, we're all, we can be skeptical about the polls, but there's been consistent polling over the last few weeks that shows the joint list, even before the Islamic party um, splits away, that you're down to roughly uh, 10 seats uh, from the 15 you have now. How concerned are you about the polls? And, and what do you think your numbers will be at the end if you were to make a prediction now? Well, first of all, I think um, um, all of the lies that we were talking about and Netanyahu visiting our villages uh, uh, were made mainly in order to get those uh, results in the polls. Meaning Netanyahu wanted the joint list weak. Uh, Netanyahu wanted to make us argue among ourselves and maybe split, but mainly he wanted to make our people frustrated and not go to vote. Uh, and it's easy this time. Why? Because one, the joint list have problems among ourselves, and now we have one of our of the four partners splitting out. That will make people feel um, lose the hope and the feeling of power that they had uh, uh, in the joint list, and that might bring into lower percentage of voting. Uh, and then we are after a whole one year of COVID-19 where everybody is devastated, everybody is feeling helplessness and nobody wants to talk about politics. They want to talk about the economic situation and how bad and how they are scared from the uh, virus. And on top of that, uh, uh, you know, there's the feeling that uh, we are not able to accomplish a lot. So, 
we are worried about the um, and working very hard to keep the high uh, percentages of voting that are existing. These polls are made when all the circumstances that I mentioned are existing and without any real work in the field with the people, with the constituency, the way we campaign. Our campaign has not started yet because we are still dashing and trying to find out how we are going to run. I believe that uh, uh, the joint list in its new composition uh, will gain uh, uh, a lot of the trust of the people. We eventually might end up, the campaign will be a very tough campaign if we run in two separate uh, uh, lists. And that might get the people a little bit interested in what is going on. And it might scare the people also off. So we have to be very careful. Nobody can predict, but I, if you want me to make a bet, I'm, I, I'll give it in between uh, for us, the our part of the deal um, between eight to 10, the same that is giving now, unless there will be, you know, unexpected things. Every campaign, we started it with 10. Every campaign in the last four campaigns, when we started, everybody predicted for the joint list 10. We managed to get to 15. So I'm not going to exaggerate, especially that we are losing one of the components. But it can be realistic. Then will be perfect. And if I may, just just one last question. Um, very interesting. In the last Knesset session, however brief it was, when the vote came to uh, to uh, recognise the Abraham Accords of the Normalisation Agreements, your party voted against that. Um, was that a mistake, or do you stand by that vote? You mean our list, the joint. Not only yes, in, in, in terms of how in, in terms of how it was received within the Arab community, your vote. Well, um, you know, parties are supposed, especially ideological parties, are supposed to lead and not to be led. But what by what they um, only the people think. This is when you want to be populist. Uh, but if you believe truly that um, uh, uh, you have in historical junctions, a special say and a special voice to bring into the politics, especially as a Palestinian minority inside Israel, our decision was not only right, it was the only good decision made in these accords. And in my opinion, it was very brave to echo that voice, resisting voice, from inside Israel, when the Israeli government is, is, is trying its best, including in these to bury the Palestinian issue and to block the possibility of establishing a Palestinian state and to make it irrelevant even to point out the continuous Israeli occupation of the Palestinian uh, people. Because these accords are not peace accords. 
These are good uh, uh, trade accords, maybe between uh, uh, trade agreements between Israel and uh, the uh, Gulf uh, Arab uh, world. Israel is going to sell a lot of its, you know, um, high uh, technology, especially in intelligence and in uh, um, uh, uh, militaristic uh, uh, high technology. And uh, uh, maybe, um, I don't know what else uh, uh, can be there, but for sure, it is also um, agreements that are not going to bring us close to secure, more secure and peaceful situation, neither for the Palestinian nor the Israelis. It's ridiculous to call them peace accords um, because I cannot remember when the last soldier of the Emirates has fought against the Israelis. I cannot forget the fact that a, a trade uh, office, which was more Mossad office, existing in the Emirates since 1995. So who they are kidding about here? We don't have the luxury of voting exactly what the Zionist consensus wants us to vote. We have a struggle that we should continue to wake up the majority in Israel and to make the citizens understand as long as Israel continue to occupy another people, the Palestinian people, commit the crimes there, nobody will feel secure and nobody will live in peace. Even if they go to Dubai and stay in five stars hotel, they will come back to this reality. Reality where occupation is continuing, where another people, the Palestinian people is suffering. And as long as you are an occupier, you always look around afraid of what you are doing. Very, very interesting. Um, we'll end it there, but maybe we can have you on again and continue this conversation because I think there's a lot of other things that we would like to discuss in the future. But for today, thank you very much and for your, indeed for your time. Thank you.